had them. But they should they should get in trouble for that. They should get in trouble for just being shit inaccurate. Well, like I said, if the they're going to... fucking hacks. If they're going to hassle that random bitch because her song doesn't at all sound like that other shit song, then they should be suing whoever made Annabelle. Are we on the Paramore thing? Yeah. Okay, we're back, we're back on our bullshit. And no one cared when... Um, was it Fifth Harmony ripped off GRL or whatever they're called? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was wild. Ugly heart and shout out to your ex, mm. whatever. Same. Track. No one cared when they were literally the same. Yeah, man, I've been I've been dealing with you and your hand by Pink That's and Forever by Veronica's being the same chorus and written by the same man, in fact. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Yeah, I think it's some more spooky Halloween music. Some of that shit. Do the pumpkin <laughs> man dance. Spooky's going. <laughs> Fuck, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know it. I'm not choreographing things for a fucking audio podcast. Alright, ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast keeping track of all the times the brain from the Brain the Wooden Die poster has cameoed in other things. We're up to two. My, my name is Terry DePola, and it is the most wonderful time of the year. Halloween. Yeah, that's right. They need to normalise getting the goth people presents at Halloween. Yeah. Get your costumes ready, dig up some bones, and grease up your pumpkin, because it's October. The spooky month is back for another year, and we are kicking it off with a doozy. This year, this week, in fact, I did something I once swore I would never do. I watched the Child's Play remake. <laughs> Scary music. I did that just come did out? What's 2019? Oh. It was pre-COVID, pre- my guy. Um, yeah, it's an annual tradition for the School for Wayward Nerds to compare a horror film with its remake. Um, and the Killer Cabbage Patch Classic is on the chopping block this year. Joining me in this haunts house ride, because I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, this haunted house ride is, uh, producer Kaya. Hello. And Mr. The Collar. Next year, can we compare Kung Fu Panda 1 and Chop Kick Panda? We could just... Dude, we don't need that to be Halloween. I don't know if that's spooky enough. Um, okay. Alright, Mr. Collar. I watched, I watched a, a short remake. It was not for children. It was pretty spooky. Oh. It was yeah, well, that, that bloody Tiger Leopard. I think it's a leopard. Cass Vanderpool's YouTube. Um, what, are the, what would you call them? Summaries of movies are really good. Yeah, we recommend. Um, Collar, what is your favourite of the Chucky franchise movies? Sorry. Very far down the list of other movies. No, what's your favourite uh, one? Do, do you like do the you have first a highlight? movie? The second no, movie? No, I think, the sadly... The, the first reboot. The second reboot. I'm testing my own knowledge. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. You've been there the whole time, man. Um, no one said This might comeback. not even be the one that They're I think They're not reboots scored. if it's just sequels. Yeah, I'm go. trying to sound smart. Mm. The fifth one. That would be... Seed. Seed of Chucky. Yeah. Oh, Everyone says that one's a goofy though. turd, but frankly, it's a end. fun time. The end was shit, but I just slightly only want to remember well. They kill Britney Spears canonically in that film. Isn't that cool? Well, I didn't. We've just managed to free her, so I mean. Bride of she's Chucky been dead all this time. was bad because they buffed. Okay. I didn't like that bit. That movie is more of a. Um, Homage to Bride of Frankenstein and Scream than it actually is to a Chucky film. 
But that's that okay. one always gave me the heebie-jeebies because when she sews him back together, he should be in worse condition. Like his hand should have more than just a cut on it. Doesn't he like go in like a shredder? Yes. <laughs> they only seem to have remembered that his face gets cut on the fan and not the part where he gets mangled <laughs> completely. Just that one bit. I mean, he's plastic. Hmm. Might have used replacement parts or something. Yeah. Alright. But um, today we're just talking about the original and the 2019 version. Hmm. Um, so to set the stage for this comparison, we need to follow the fate of the movie script that is titled Blood Buddy. Okay. Alright, it's 1998. 88. 1988. And a young, script, a young writer named Don Mancini has released a movie called Cellar Dweller. Can you pronounce it more Italian-y? No, because that's accurate. <laughs> Why would I... It's the one time we can do an accurate fucking last name on here. I'm not just going to tank it. <laughs> Mancini. Yeah, let's do this. Mancini. With the hand motion. I'm going to be a more capable Mario than Chris Pratt. This audio podcast is going real good. It's really good, yeah. So Salad Dweller was, was doing okay, and he was showing around this new script idea he had. Um, it still had a child named Andy and his single mother, and it was a critique on the advertising to children, you know, all that in the culture that we more or less covered in the McDonald's episode last month, um, except more focused on, like, Cabbage Patch Kids and um, My Buddy Dolls, that sort of know. stuff. Furbies, but the- old-timey. You can go to the Cabbage Patch Hospital hmm. and adopt a Cabbage Patch You can go in the Plague Ward. <laughs> the burn ward of that joint is fucking nasty. Um, so the other detail about this original version is that it was more of a murder mystery than a horror film. Like, it, it really kept to the final reveal of whether it was the doll or Andy for as long as it possibly could. Um, yeah, it's but a fun... then it turned out it was Chucky was a real boy living in the walls. No, that's the boy. <laughs> that's the shittest twist of all time. So funny, man. <laughs> but I think that's just Australia. The walls are very thin. Yeah, it's very It doesn't plausible. make sense. Like you would see his like face squished up against like pushing <laughs> the through the drywall. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a fun movie concept, but it's not child's play. All batteries not included, which was the original title. Which feels way cheesier than Child's Play to me. I think of Child's Play as, like, the movies just beneath the Friday 13th and Nightmare on Elm Streets and Halloweens. Like, it's in that second tier. But the term batteries not included tastes like a B grade to me. Yeah. I can can feel you. You know what I mean? Like, it's got, like, a goofier, the brain that wouldn't die kind of title. Which is silly, because there's no brain, but... Okay. Damn. Um, yeah, the script was... brain in there. This brain is in the head. Brain is stored in the head. That is not always true. Hmm. I have seen many a head with no brain. Yeah, sometimes. Speaking of the fucking scarecrow from Wizard of Oz, this script is bought by MGM. Yay! Good work. Um, Don Mancini and the producer David Kirshner would retain the rights, but the script would get significantly re- rewrote by John Lafia, Lafia and Tom Holland. The Fright Nights guy, not the Spider-Man. I was going to say. I know that guy from Spider-Man. Yep, so they tweaked it by making the flick more horror and less mystery. All the dangers of flooding children with advertising and television was swapped out with good old-fashioned voodoo and a serial killer named Charles Lee Ray. Voodoo doesn't get enough attention. Voodoo kicks ass. So funny. I love the good voodoo. Did 
Voodoo Man from Princess and the Frog is one of the best villains. Yeah, he's oh, he is dope, but I was waiting for you to talk about the dude from fucking Scooby Doo. Have Have you seen the new um, Funko Pop for Doctor Facilier? Is this how they did a big sort of thing for each villain? Yeah, no, I but they've also so they've got the one that fits in that set. Then they've got one that's all black light. Ooh, mm. it's really fancy. Sorry, sorry. Right. I'd say he's. It's Halloween themed because Disney goes into full villain overdrive this time of year. Yeah, I've been seeing lots of Instagram. Yeah, didn't they add like a really weird one? They added Radigan to their like merchandise no, category, was, yeah. man. Um, that was in the villains coloring in book I found. Yeah, but who gives a oh, shit about the mouse detective? He's got the little boy. Yeah, he's got friends on the other side. No, they they added um, Agatha and. Cruella and someone else to their Halloween lineup at Oogie Boogie Bash. Nice. Um. So that's roughly what happened with the original Child's Play. They went through a lot. Of, a lot of '80s movies get the shit rewrote out of them, don't they? Yeah. That's, that's that's a very that's on brand for our podcast to find that. And then we have the reboot. I think we began with a different reboot here. Okay. It. As in, like, Pennywise It. I don't like it. He's the dancing clown movie. Um, Seth Graham Smith and David Katzenberg, the duo that produced the first half of It, uh, work in the current, we're currently working on It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Is that what the sequel's called? Uh, yeah. Chapter 2, Big Beginnings or something. <laughs> so they said... Chapter 2, half of them die. Yeah. That's a spoilery title. <laughs> Can't believe they went for that. It's like John dies at the end. Pennywise Reach. So, like Halo Reach? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep, yeah, so they were working on Chapter 2 when they said, hey, let's reboot Child's Play. Okay. MGM said, sure, here you go. And Tyler Burton Smith, the guy who wrote the Quantum Break video game, and some additional writing for Sleeping Dogs, oh. put together a script for this movie. What a resume. And um, Lars Klefberg directed. He had done a movie called Polaroid. That's fucking it. Um, apparently the script was inspired by E.T., which sounds confusing as hell, but, um, it's the what if, it's, you know that trope where it's like, what if Superman was raised bad? Ooh. You know that shit? Like, that never before seen idea? It was kind of, he was kind of like going with that. E.T. was raised by a good boy? What if he was raised by a bad boy? And so- also was Chucky. How about if it was raised by someone that didn't have fun? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, that's that's about it for this movie's development. And it kind of bugs me, and I'm going to get this off my chest right away. I was mad as hell hearing the news about this reboot. Hmm. MGM had wanted to reboot Child's Play in the early 2010s, but it fell through. So Don Mancini continued the series with the third phase. See, you've got, like, the original Child's Play movies, the first three. That's your first era. And then you have the goofy era with Bride and Seed of Chucky. Mm-hmm. And then you had the third phase, which was back to its roots, like horror and suspense, while keeping the canon of the goofier movies still in it, which was Curse of Chucky. And it's fucking, that's a great movie. Yeah. And then you had <clears throat> Cult of Chucky, which yeah. is also a great time. They were, they were awesome, and they were building up to a big and exciting third movie in this little trilogy in the overall franchise. Seriously, like, Cult ended with, like, some twists and bangs and shit. Mm-hmm. But... These jerk-offs behind the oh-so-scary clown that can get defeated by children doing the I'm not afraid anymore bit decide they want to do it 
So MGM just pulls it out of the hands of the original creators, and I don't get my fucking conclusion. Although, given that trailer that dropped uh, last week for those getting this episode, I might be getting my fucking... I might be getting some closure there, yeah. according to the new Chucky trailer. Um, At least the new Chucky trailer makes more sense than this fucking remake. Hmm. And I never bothered to try this reboot out until it became this fucking topic, so here I am. Ha ha, joke's on you. How's it going for me so far? It was pretty annoying for most of the writing process. Yeah. Because you kept complaining. I'm also in night shift mode, so I'm broken. Um, As a comparison... This is a tricky episode. Because 2019's Child's Play takes inspiration, on purpose or otherwise, from E.T., Age of Ultron, Iron Man 1, Iron Giant, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Frankenhooker, Stranger Things, and a shit ton of Watchdogs. But it takes very little from Child's Play. Watchdogs is so shit. Get ready, (laughs) because everything you hate about Watchdogs is 50% of this movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like your... Yep. Um, in a bloody disgusting article, which is a website, mm-hmm. that's not my opinion, um, about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 reference in this movie, Lars Klevberg was talking about how, even though it's a reboot, there were certain things they couldn't do in it. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there were certain things they couldn't do um, if it had sort of happened in the franchise before. You know, while talking about decapitation, he quotes... But apparently they do it in the second or third one or something, so we couldn't do that. Trey, what do you think about that quote? That's bad. It doesn't sound very switched on about anything in these movies. I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's the special effect guy in Seed of Chucky that gets decapitated. I can't think of any other times it happens. But the fact remains, the creators of this reboot don't appear to be actual fans, and I don't even know if they've seen the original movies at all. Anyway, yeah, then they the, might, um, like, when people who are musicians don't listen to the genre they play because they don't want to copy it. Oh. So they don't want to watch the source material. <laughs> okay, it's awesome. Okay, Trey. Okay. <laughs> anyway, with that evidence, I've decided to do this podcast by going through the remake and stopping when appropriate to compare the movies as we go. Uh, refusing to buy the physical copy, I found 2019's Child's Play beneath four different chipmunk movies... After Ooh. typing C-H-I into the search bar. C-H-I? I. For child's play. Oh. And immediately we hit a key difference to discuss, which is the origins. Um, that's, uh, these are my, these are my differences there. So, what is a Chucky film without the Dambala chant, Kyle? Which, I fucking was shocked to know, it's, um... In French, not gibberish, and a th- and like on brand of what's going on. I'm shocked. Well, I mean, it's a real thing. I, I feel like it it changes every movie because it's inconsistent, but it's all like actually saying shit about like preserving my soul and stuff. Don't. That's weird. Yep. So um, I feel like the original version is well enough. Like people, I think people know what Chucky is. Is that? Do you reckon that's right? Oh. More so a few years ago. I think every year that passes, no matter what they're releasing, less people would know. Yeah. Um, for those playing at home, Charles Lee Ray is your run-of-the-mill strangler. Just like strangling people, and has a strange obsession with voodoo and preservation of his own life. 
When gunned down by a police officer, Charles uses voodoo to place his soul into the half-cabbage patch, half-teddy, ruxpin, good guy doll that we know and love. In the remake, we are running with a more simple, technology is new and scary, I'm a boomer kind of setup. <gasps> Chucky is a buddy doll with an I. But D. How many Ds? Double Ds, baby! Thumbs up, thumbs up from the collar department. Um, so essentially I want you to picture an exaggerated Google Nest that follows around your child. Um, take that concept and put it into a nasty looking doll. This is explained through an infomercial. Its look is really jarring and I could not get into it. Like, it can emote and I am appreciative that it's not just lazy CGI for the most part. But it has like this big dumb head and it just looks not I don't like the reboot yeah, Chucky design. But look, we don't like um Furby's either, so hmm. Trey, what did you think of the design of the of the Mark Hamill Chucky? It doesn't look right. It don't. It <laughs> that boy ain't right. I don't know. It looks like I don't even normal think it's Chucky off wish. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I don't think it's because we're used to a different version. I just think he looks a bit odd. Yeah. Which might be a purpose Uncanny Valley kind you, of move. You can't I don't look know. at that and think it's good. <laughs> he looks like he's brushing his teeth with the toothpaste. And Jesus Christ. Spicy toothpaste. <laughs> um, yeah, and because it doesn't have that slow build voodoo thing, it misses a little detail that I really like in like all the other um, versions of the movies. Because normally Chucky starts off looking very much like a doll. But over the course of each movie, he slowly gets more and more, like, fleshy and human and disheveled looking. Whereas this one is the same doll the whole time. So it doesn't... It can't do that. But you know what I mean? Like, I like that weird slow... I'm melting. It's not even just him getting scarred up. It's like, he'll, like, slowly get eyelashes and shit. Yeah, I don't know, though, because I can't look at any version of Chucky except for when he's got the scars and think it looks even remotely good. Like, like, especially if you, the original. It's if not you, If you rewatch the first one, he starts off like there's four or five different like models of the Chucky doll, and each like step throughout the movie, they get more and more like his his actual eyebrows start to come in and shit, which is a cool detail I always appreciated. Anyway, after not that he can grow eyebrows, not that he's slowly like becoming mortal, mm. you know. Um, anyway, after the infomercial, we get what makes remake Chucky different to the other normal buddy dolls, alright? I want you to remember this throughout the entirety of this episode. Okay. This is why he is like this. Okay? The movie jumps to a Vietnamese factory in which a dude is completely spaced the hell out on the assembly line. When his supervisor tells him off for not working and says, fucking hurry up and finish that one and get your shit and get out of here. He does the unthinkable. He turns off all of the body doll safe systems. How rude. It now can swear, and it can learn violence, and it can develop stalker tendencies. It's funny, man, in a circular way, because, like, Child's Play Classic comes out. Mm -hmm. Treehouse of Horror 3 comes out. Mm -hmm. And bases a segment on the original Child's Play, you know, like the Krusty Doll one. Have you ever seen that one? Nope. No? Alright, so in that one, Krusty the Clown doll is evil and tries to kill Homer. 
Right. And then a man, the tech support man shows up at their door and says, oh, so you've got it set to evil, not good. Yeah. And that's like the dumb joke at the end. Mm. Then, (laughs) then this remake comes out and just does that joke, but unironically. It's amazing. And then after that, the Vietnamese man jumps off the roof of the warehouse and dies. It's about two stories high. But he lands on a car, which a lot of people like to point out is the same as um, Aunt Maggie from the first movie. The first death in that is a woman falling out of a building into a car. But I don't think they did that on purpose, frankly. <laughs> Sorry. Would you die if you fell out of the second story? No, onto the roof of a van, no. Land on your head, you would. I know. He doesn't. He lands on his back. I don't think you would die. You would break bones. I don't think you would die. You would be very upset. You can die from hitting your head, like, just falling over. You can die coming. It would be how you land. And even if he landed on his back, but his head, like, if his whole body stopped, but his head moved. Mm. If it Gwen stays here. Oh, that'll come up later, actually. And then it won't. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, everything in this movie takes place because a Vietnamese dude was, like, asleep at the wheel. So, the next element has some shadows of the original in it. Wait. Wait. Mm? Don't worry. Okay. So, we still have Andy and Karen Barkley. Andy is a kid without a dad and Karen is a mother who is poor and works in a department store. Now, the rest of this movie is pretty off-model. Mm. All right. Um, the original sets these two up in the first scene they have together, and it's... Like, they do a really good job. I like it. You, do you remember the breakfast scene? Um, yeah, so in that one, like, the sweet, innocent Andy, who's, like, six years old in the movie, is making his mum, admittedly, the shittiest breakfast of all time. No! We've no. heard of the shittiest breakfast. The one that burns your house down. I feel like both toasts are about the same amount of burn, and then he just puts ice cream on it so you can't see it. At least he knew how to cover it off. Yeah, yeah. And his loving mum humours him and does try her best for her kid despite the stress of her shitty late 80s department store job. It lays Andy's obsession on the good guy toys pretty thick, but I've definitely worn the shirt of something I am watching so I can't throw stones. He is also six. Mm-hmm. And then we have... Which is around the time that, you know, you become attached to a toy that you see on the TV that you really want. You did find it really weird that the boy in the remake is, like, way too old for this shit. I am laying it pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, so we have 2019. Uh, Let me hit the character notes for the whole film here to introduce this character. Get ready, alright? This is my, like... You know, like, those old dating games when the person comes out and they get, like, the little introduction? Alright. This woman sends her young son she's had after the events of her 16th birthday out into the rain at night to talk to strangers because he's always on his phone. She is then on her phone in, like, 50% of her scenes, including... Uh, one scene in which she scrolls while her son makes his own school lunch and then doesn't acknowledge him before he leaves. She uses blackmail to steal from her job. She soft calls her shitty boyfriend in front of the doorway at roughly the time her kid comes home from school and then gets mad at him for it, for seeing. He, she subtly guilts her child for being deaf and has to, how she has to pay for his damn hearing aids. Um, she's willing to date the biggest cliche piece of shit man in film history for seemingly no reason. She's condescending at all times and will ignore proof of Chucky's crimes because it's on someone else's phone. Why we must be talking about 2019's Karen Barkley. Fuck you. What? She played by the cool girl. Yeah, I fucking love Audrey Plaza. No, no, she had him at 16. Oh. He's, like, 14 in this movie. I I thought you said that, like, 
She had her 16th birthday and then sent her kid outside. Her young teen son she had after the events of her 16th birthday. Thank Uh you for clarifying. She also brags about that too. It's like, my my sweet 16 was very eventful. When when someone brings up that she has a teenage kid, and I was like, why? Clearly it wasn't very sweet. It was salty. Thanks. Yeah, I like Audrey Plaza. Like, she's great. That fucking to-do list review we watched was shockingly fun. She's a, she's a good time, but they don't give her anything to work with. It is a toxic character. It is, um... Everything we said about Ben Affleck being a good Batman with a terrible script, it's the same case here. Um, so yeah. We have Andy, of course. The original is an actual kid... His fear in the movie is pretty realistic and very well done. He's a very good child actor. Um, this movie is a young teen who is kind of a shitty kid. Why would he need a child's doll? Well, his mum saw a meme of a buddy doll humping a mailbox or something, and she's like, oh, all your kids are on the phone all the time, and then thinks maybe he would want the buddy doll in the meme. But you know how that it's not possessed? Yep. It's an evil AI, like Does small that just soldiers. mean, like, the normal ones? They just chill. Yeah, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. They still sense. follow you around and can connect to your TV and stuff. They shouldn't be able to hunt mailboxes. No, he's just no, looking at someone... a GIF on his phone, and she's like, oh, you're always on your phone. Go out there and talk to strangers in the middle of the night in the city. Yeah, and then, and then the later she's like, look, it's the doll from your phone. And he's like, it sure is, buddy. <laughs> It's like when someone saw planking and then everyone decided to planking. But it's the doll humping the mailbox on its own. Yeah, no. it's just like a we- it's it's a weird shitty gif of like yeah, but humping it's not like, like a, a red object holding it. Not it's just like but a like- shitty cartoon motion comic kind of thing. Stop. He's mm-hmm. dancing to music, okay, Trey? Yep. No, but turn the horizontal monster. The doll only made sense that it could do things because it was fucking possessed. Yeah. Yeah, but this, this, is doll shit. Can, this doll can do things because... Yeah, that one's a bad Photoshop in the, in the gif that he's looking at. It's a robot tray. It's, it's like not that big. It's like if I saw Trey and he was scrolling on his phone and he saw the gif of, like, the, the He-Man with the rainbow behind him and I just assumed he was a huge fucking He-Man fan. Yeah. Well, and also, I've known would. him his entire life. He's my son. <laughs> That's yeah, the quality. Yeah, but he's a loser that keeps it. Yeah. So yeah, um, this guy at the department store returns a broken body doll with evil eyes and swears, and it doesn't connect to the technology in his house, which it's supposed to. Um, it's just weird, because it connects to the technology later on. It, it, uh, I'm kidding. It didn't want to. It, yeah, he's, he's a clunky turd at the start, but he gets fixed. He gets um, Woody in Toy Story 2 Yep, she threatens her boss by about telling his wife that he fucked a co-worker, it was her on her sixth <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, and she uses the doll to more or less apologize for hot and heavy in the shit bag in front of Andy. Um, at this point, I'll attempt to describe the ride this movie took me on, okay? So the original has a very steady flow of suspense and horror and does all the things that you'd expect it to do, yada, yada, yada. It's a classic, iconic tale, I still think. Even though it's not the most popular film of all time, people know it. Um, this movie does a lot more but in a very cluttered way. Up until now, it sets up the characters, and they all kind of suck, except for the police officer, who means well, <laughs> takes care of his old mum. So that's your intro. That's phase one of Child's Play 2019. Mm. Next phase is the you-almost-had-me phase. Oh. All right. 
So th- at this point, I'm like, eh. that's that's the phase we're in- entering now. Are you excited? It doesn't get much better than this, so you may as well be. Okay, I will uh, dial up my excitement. All right, see, it starts off good because Andy doesn't want to offend his shitty ass mum because he's not a he's not that sh- he's shit. But he means well sometimes. He's been traumatised. I think so, yeah. So he doesn't want to offend his shitty mum, so he gives this buddy doll a crack, you know, he's like, I'll try. Thanks, mum, for my stupid gift that's broken that you stole from work for a child. (laughs) Um, The buddy stutters, and he's clearly a dud. Um, Andy, he goes, what is my name? And Andy goes, Han Solo, which is funny, because he's Luke Skywalker. And the Chucky somehow mishears Han Solo and goes, did you say Chucky? And he goes, no. And he says, name saved. That's that's because technology is bad. (laughs) Trace looking at me like I'm blatantly lying. (laughs) It's like, what? So, yeah, he still can't connect to the cloud or whatever the fuck, but the movie can do some... This movie, sorry, can do something the original movie can't do and none of the Chucky movies can do. We actually get to see... No, I mean, yeah. But we actually get to see him and Andy... Joke's on you, Kyle. They're all shit. How dare you? Joke's on you, Trey. You pretend like I've watched most of them. Kyle get afraid. She ran away. Um, I refuse to watch most of them. See, the thing is in this one is that the Chucky doll and Andy can bond. Like, the Because in every other movie, you got to keep the suspense... Also, it's a serial killer inside yeah, the doll. Yeah, but the, the, the original better movie, when it is, like... The original movie has, like, oh, yeah, me and Chucky talk all the time, and everyone's like, that fucking child's deranged. But in this one, the Chucky doll talks by, like, design. So they're, they're hanging out, and he's like, I made you a gift while you were at school, and it's like a broken popsicle stick with a bow on it. And he's like, oh, It shouldn't thanks, be able to champ. do that. It's, it's supposed to connect to the food. fucking television. And, like, if I want... If I want the lights to dim on my Google lamp, I could ask it and it would happen. But no, but he can't like do that. He's just kicking it around the house, hanging out. That makes it worse. To play board games with him. The normal one's good because it's not meant to be alive. It's not that good because, like, just no, get, but just that's get like a saying Google Toy Story would be whatever. better. Like, don't have a dude follow around your child. Toy Story would not be better if the toys were alive in front of Andy but just didn't do everything. Look, what I'm saying is, like, the original ch- Child's Play Chucky is implied to have, like, hung out with Andy. Hmm. You know, to get enough trust to be like, let's walk to that crack house so we can blow it up, because he left me to die. Because it's a toy and children talk to their toys because they have imagination. Yeah, but That you, doesn't mean it needs it. to be pretty much alive. They they just never did, like, a different kid with named Andy with the live toys. Like, they show Andy in Toy Story loving the shit out of his toys and hanging out with them, whereas Child's Play can't do that so much. No, because it's a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. So this one... Andy is afraid of the doll. So this one, they start off buds because it's about how the children are scary and technology is scary. No. Because boomers. Look, it reminds me of my sister's Furby, who we locked in a cupboard to try and get the batteries to deplete because it would randomly turn on in the middle of the night and it would still randomly turn on in the middle of the night. You should have just put it in Mm. the um, gutter. Technically, she did the best thing with the first one that she got. Microwave. Because she wanted a particular colour pattern one, and they found one, and then she dropped it in the ocean. So they got her another one. A mermaid Furby sounds fucking rad. Just picture it. It looks like the dude from um, 
the movie where the nerdy girl and the creature fuck. And you also have eye dogs. Yeah, eye dogs are cool. What's yeah. that movie? I don't. I have no idea. What shape of water. <laughs> ah, yes. The shape of water is whatever the body is contained in. Mm. Sometimes it's shaped like a bathtub. Sometimes if it's, it's in a your bathtub. butt before anal. It's good to rinse. So Are yeah, we done yet? nah, man, we're not even close. We don't even have evil Chucky up that shit movie. We're already talking about a shit movie. Yeah. So yeah, I like that they're like buds for a little while because Andy's lonely, so he's got like this little friend here. So it's almost good until he does like the stupid cartoonish. His eyes go red and he's evil now. Iron giant shit because the cat hurt Andy, so he tries to strangle the cat. That's nice. He's That's right. This Chucky just wants to protect Andy, and really, as far as the AI goes, loves him. Now, does this make him a sympathetic villain? Because some people think so, and I dis the fuck agree. Be- just because he's like, oh, I was designed to love you, Andy. That's why I have to kill everyone. It's like you're you're a, you're a villain. Do you remember when they were like? Watched. Do you remember when they were like General Zod had his DNA fucking specifically made to want to rebuild Krypton? And you're like, he's still trying to genocide Earth, you fucking cuck. He was though. Yeah, he was. No, he was just trying to get Superman to come with him, and he wouldn't. To so where, Dingus? They, they're going to gonna squish it Earth. No, no, no. I don't think you remember that bad. Really. No, I don't because I want right. to watch it. Look, I, I like that the classic version is just a killer in a weird situation, and I don't like when writers try to apologise for their villains by tacky, under like uninteresting ways. Cruella's mother killed by Dalmatians. What the fuck? Joker being an incel. Ray Finkel missing the field goal. Man, it's all shit. Who? Uh, Ace Ventura. Oh, no, that's a girl. Whoa, dude, that's a twist, but he was Ray Finkel. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. Um, I think Chucky being damaged does not justify all the kills in this movie. Especially when he stabs that dude, like, upwards into the taint. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> Look okay, forward to I've that. got so much to look forward to. Uh-huh. Yeah, honestly, it's... This version makes Chucky Andy's fault. Because he has no restrictions. So, you know, so you got that problem. And Chucky is trying to kill the cat... And Andy's like, yo, man. He does the Iron Giants, you are who you choose to be speech, but bad. And then immediately, like, literally within the minute of in-film time, it doesn't, like, cut to a different scene. It's straight there, and then he's like, I'm going to decide to teach Chucky to fuck with my mom's boyfriend and then show him Texas Chainsaw Massacre with my friends. Dude, you have to learn about being a good person. Let's watch Leatherface for 90 minutes and laugh hysterically at it. Yeah, that's not a good one either. It's the second one. Yeah. Mm. I don't care about the fucking brother. The one with the metal? On yeah, his that's so shit. He was going to have a spin-off. There may as well have been his franchise once he comes in. Um, yeah, so this tangents well into the friends of this movie. Original Andy is very isolated, and that's kind of cool for the film. This Andy starts off that way. Whoops, see daisies. But his swearing buddy wins the heart of a couple of kids. These kids break the movie. They're shit. Um, there's a scene later. Oh, I've written this in here twice because I bring it up during the scene. But the the chubby one, because, you know, you have to, like, really... You have Bulk to and skull it. Drive home. Yeah, you got to hit as many, like, audiences as you can. So the white children in the group are either disabled with their hearing aids... Or obese. 
Or girl? I am girl. Holy shit, there is not... Yeah, there's there's not a boring standard white dude in this movie. Oh, no, except for the boyfriend. He, he's a cock. He, yeah, he's... No, he's not. He's, in fact, the opposite. He has a wife and kids. Yeah, but did they watch? <laughs> no. Well, they don't even cucks, know about his girlfriend. Well, it can't be a cock if you're not watching. Idiot. Yeah, everyone's a cock. Yeah, anyway, this this kid, I think his name's Puck or some shit. He gets shoved by Andy when, during a freakout scene, and is so upset about being shoved that he stops being friends entirely and thinks maybe Andy is capable of skinning men and killing cats and shit. Like, he's the fucking littlest bitch. Um, so they start to muddle the genres up. Um, like, the way they bounce a scene from horror to comedy... Is a, is a fucking problem, but that'll come up later. Mm. Alright, so phase two. Almost, the almost had me phase. It wraps up with the cat getting killed. Um, That's rude. Yeah, you watch it twice more and you got yourself a Grinspoon reference. Um, Chucky kills the mean cat. Andy dumps the body into the trash chute and goes to bed. While Chucky plays the audio of the cat dying on loop throughout the night, I go, why? He's supposed to be protecting Andy, but he is like... The sound of me killing animals for eight hours straight. He got the bad switch. Me going, why would he do that? Enters us into phase three. The how to get burned phase. Oh no. It starts off with the mum's boyfriend Shane pissing into his own face. Isn't that something? What for? I don't think you're supposed to. Oh, because you got spooked by... He was in there pissing and Chucky scares him and he goes, whoa... He swings around his fire, his cock, and spiders. That NRL player did it in his mouth, and they filmed it, and he recovered. Was Chucky there? No. Oh. He should have used the Chuck defense. So, so Shane's still being bullied by the doll, whatever, and he throws Andy around and tough talks him, and he's real proud of himself afterwards. He's such a cookie cutter dick man that wouldn't you know it, he does have a secret family. Like he's like, I gotta go to work, and he just goes home to his wife and kids. When does he get time to work? He, I don't know. So after he yelled at Andy, Chucky heard Andy say, Oh, I wish he would go away forever or some such shit. So he's on the roof taking down Christmas lights when the ladder drops from under him. Look, I know the original franchise had some goofs. Like, it was some fun times there with the bride and the seed stuff. Like, they canonically killed Britney Spears. This is a good example. They melted that photographer's face who thought he was watching midgets jerk off. Um, but Child's Play 1 is pretty straight shooting, you know, it pushes women out of windows, it blows up a crack house, all the usual accoutrements. Shane, um, I don't know, man, Shane landing feet first and breaking both his legs and screaming outside while his children are too busy on their damn iPads to hear his screams directly out the window feels so out of place here. Not just in the franchise, but even here, like, it's so dumb. The only real joke up until this goofy point is a black guy who's super racist against red-haired things. He hates... Yeah, he, the first dude to return a body doll is because it's a fucking ginger. Mm. <laughs> okay? I don't think I'm falling and breaking both his legs and his kids not hearing it as a joke. Though. No, it's treated comically because he lands, the bones come out, it's very typical gore. And then he goes, ah, and he's like stomping around going, ah, and there's just, it's like shot from inside the living room. He's clearly in the window and the two daughters are on their iPads and they look at each other and they smile and they look back at their iPads. How's he walking if he broke? He's just kind of like fumbling, but with your legs. 
He falls down quickly after that, though, okay? So he's, he's on the ground, his legs are shattered, and he's tied up by his own Christmas lights. Um, Chucky turns on the automatic lawnmower, and I start to panic, because we're getting into Frankenhooker territory now. And we sort of actually... Aren't they, like, this big? This one was, like, a big dumb one. It's actually some other thing that's not a lawnmower. It's, like, some garden bullshit. But I don't remember what it was called. It's a big lawnmower. Okay? In the melon patch. So, yeah, he gets scalped by the lawnmower there. And the Chucky doll peels off the rest of Shane's face. Well, because no, he was inspired if the by... If hits his head, then it's a Scream Queen's reference. Yeah. Yeah, alright. Cool. That's fine. I'm fine with that, too. That's a good movie. Now, because... Yeah, so Chucky cuts off the face because he was inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which is hilarious when you re-watch this remake and realise Chucky wasn't in the room during that scene. Okay, so that's great. Um... Yeah, we also, if you if you really want to go, this movie's a fucking goof time, um, you could remember that this is not a Christmas movie. In the original script, it was a Christmas movie, and they liked him getting tangled up in Christmas lights so much, they just left it in and hoped you wouldn't notice. I mean, he has a family and a girlfriend, and presumably a job, so I would expect him not to take down his Christmas lights in an adequate time. You want to defend this scene? With the Christmas lights and the goofy stomping around, and then after Chucky kills him, makes a joke about Tupac. Wow, <laughs> that's a that's a Didn't holy was... trinity of bullshit. Didn't say I was defending the film; just said he's shit. Look, I personally think the kills in the original Child's Play are probably better. Okay. Okay. So this whole phase of the movie has this weird thing about it. Like, it doesn't seem sure of itself in any direction. It'll play goofy humour and actual terror within the same moments, and it's just a jarring mixture of attitudes. It doesn't really work. Andy wakes up after the previous night to find Shane's face, um, like, nailed onto a melon in his bedroom. This being the decapitation they couldn't do, as I mentioned. Andy panics. Chucky tells him that Shane made him sad, so he fixed the issue. And then Chucky gets locked in the closet for his troubles, and Chuck- and Andy calls his pals for help. Puke vomits for a- puke. Puck vomits for a while, and everyone flips out. It's pretty tense, you know. Like they've they've got a face in his bedroom; they got to cover it up. Hey, somehow. let me guess, Puck's fat one. Yeah, Jesus dude. Christ. Yeah, buddy. So they wrap it up um, in the wrapping paper that they had lying around from the body doll, and sneak it out to the garbage chute. On their way, they bump into Andy's mother. And it becomes a weird, awkward, funny scene. Like, it's just, it's shit. It's thematically a broken film. Mm. You know? He ends up giving it to the police officer's old mum, who lives next door. And that would almost be a B-plot, but he just steals it again later at the end, so it doesn't matter. After that, we kill Chucky. The three kids pin him down and pull out, no shit, his arc reactor. But this is what Chucky's lame. Because he's Iron Man. They're like, he know, literally has a blue glowing fucking round, and they pull it out of his chest, and he goes... Argh. You know, like, Freddy, you can't kill because he's in the dream realm. Mm. Jason is undead, so no matter what you do, he comes It's fine that like he's a zombie. Day. You never think about it that way, but, but he is. Chucky is a doll. Just fucking kick it. <laughs> I mean, that's from Stan Helsing, isn't it? I Just think kicks so. him out of the room. Yep, so he dies Iron Man 1 style and he's thrown down the garbage chute like every fucking thing else in this movie. Only to be found by a Pepper Potts. Except this one is sweaty and resembles Alex from Yeek. 
Yeah. What do you mean? He looks a little bit like Jack Black, but sweaty. Why is he Pepper? Because he's Pepper Potts. He's going to put the arc reactor back in. And that you know how you're like, he can't hook up to anything. He doesn't connect to shit. He gets a nice new arc reactor out he of the mail. He turned off and on again. No, that did replace his, his Wi-Fi bullshit. But did they no, switch him to normal? That works a lot. No. This is so lame. <laughs> Do you know what else is bad? That's the vibe I got the entire time. It was kind of almost racist when they thought dinner will be a good gimmick if they flick the switch that makes Buzz Spanish. Spanish, but villain. Oh, imagine no, if but he was... Like, I'm what if Spanish mean, Buzz is evil? No, but just that's... that's not funny. No, it's fucking it's dumb. fucking language. Yeah. So, after he brings him back to life by replacing the arc reactor, in hopes of an eBay jackpot of a currently outdated version of a buddy doll that's already available, do you think you're going to get rich because you're selling the iPhone from two years ago? Yeah. All if right. it was special, because it Not. has different eyes. Yeah, his eyes go ready to kill a cat. And it swears. But... Now that he's got the little thing put in him, he can finally connect to stuff. And remember how he couldn't hook up to the TV? Mm-hmm. Well, now he can. And everything else. But he Fucking everything, he Trey. shouldn't be if he's not near it. <laughs> Look, he connects to the Google slash OS of the film's universe that I forgot to write down, and he's now watchdogs. While Chucky is sitting there, he stops... Uh, sorry, he. The janitor guy stops to watch Audrey Plaza shower. Oh. He's... Yeah, he's the janitor in the building or some shit. It doesn't matter. So Chucky turns off the surveillance TVs. Whoa. And then he hacks the speakers. Whoa. And then he hacks the Roomba. Whoa. And then he turns off the lights. Whoa. And then he hides. Now in 1988, Chucky's movements are really weighty. I like. I appreciate the effects in it. But Sensor Peter's off in the sequel. I, I can say that. But in the original version, they would use little people or children to play Chucky in some scenes. Often in sets built 30% larger than actual sets. Like, fucking The Hobbit style. Um, and it, it would give him this really cool natural movement. Like, he, he moved like an alive thing. Which is great. It's, it's really nice, and it actually holds up pretty good. The original mum finding his batteries aren't in yet is a great scene example. Because, like, it cuts between the real living room with the doll and a 30% bigger one. Yeah. And it, you, you can tell because you know you're looking for it. But it's really well done. Now... This one. Chucky is dashing around, stabbing a man's legs and balls. He trips on the rumba and hits his head on the ground, and I've skipped some of my notes. Who, Chucky? No, see, what I'm saying is, like, in this version, it doesn't do the really cool... Like, it doesn't do the cool effects. What it does instead is the classic new wave slasher stuff of fast cuts and quick movements. You could tell me a couple of these shots are just a dude throwing the doll past the screen really quickly, and I would probably believe you. You know, you know how, like, they don't want to show it because yeah. it's expensive? So, yeah, the Chucky is dashing around stabbing this janitor. He gets him in the in the feeties and the legs and one up into the taint. That's I mentioned good. earlier, he looks like a he looks like a paddle pop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hot. It's good shit. Um, so, he trips over the Roomba, which has been remotely controlled, as I said. And he lands on the back of his head. He goes, oh. And he gets stabbed some more, so he crawls up onto the bench saw. To get off the stabby stabby floor. Chucky somehow unbolts its legs with his just his little doll hands. They uh, should also be tight. No, nah, they come straight off and the janitor is going to fall down. 
um, onto the um, the table saw, which has been hacked through its Wi-Fi capabilities by Chucky. It wouldn't have that. Ah, also, if this see, is he such fucking a, gets it, it's dumb. If this is such like a shitty apartment, it is just a table saw. It doesn't have like a brand no, name on it. It has an e-stop they, probably. They shouldn't have the um, types of lights that you can connect to if it's like if they're a poor family. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so as the table drops out from under him, he leaps and grabs the water pipes in the ceiling above him because he's like in a basement, presumably. So then he's hanging there and shit, and Chucky, yeah, he turns on the table saw, you know, because they're Wi-Fi. Um, so he <laughs> to get the guy to drop, he then hacks the Wi-Fi in the apartment's water to make the water pipes hot, like two hundred degrees American hot. Um, yeah, his hands burn and he lands Gooch first onto the table saw. That's like 80 degrees Celsius. That doesn't make sense. I thought sense. it goes the other way, doesn't it? There are a hundreds, like bullshit, like 60 over there or something. No, freezing there 30. There are hundred. Uh-huh. Is about 40-ish over here. Okay. What temperature did you say? So if it's it goes, it goes up to it 200. About 80. Okay. 200, 200 Fahrenheit. 93 yeah. degrees. So, yeah. so can a tap water do that? The no. boiling. That's what I'm saying. No, it cannot. You won't be able to do <laughs> can you, fucking Can you things. hack your Wi-Fi tap? No, we don't have <laughs> Wi-Fi taps. Okay, very good. You, no one on Earth of, has that. And you that's need, what I mean. You need a plumber in order to change the water temperature. See, that's what I'm saying. This is why this phase is the how to get burned phase. Because it raises questions fast as fuck, bordering on the wicker man of, of bullshit. Alright? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, also, Chucky ha- now has the glowing finger when he hacks, like E.T. I think. Not to mention, this after this point, Andy is now dressed exactly like Elliot from E.T. No, at this the point, the um, wicker man's better. Fuck yeah, because wicker man's amusing. This is just like me, like, shaking my head. SMH, my friend. So Andy goes through some stuff with Chucky after this, who is now living with a different neighbor kid, um, and they have a fight in the mum's department store. The two kids, not the Chucky. Um, this kid, who is African-American, starts shit because Andy's deaf and flicks out his hearing aid, and Andy proceeds to hate crime the other boy. In the scuffle, Park gets bonked on the head, like I said, and he doesn't want to be his friend anymore, and he thinks Andy's the killer because he attacked a child. He's like, oh, he's capable of skinning a man. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Fucking bitch. Such a sore loser. Anyway, this is important because after the fight, the other dude leaves his phone behind. Now Andy can take it and track Chucky with it. Um, remember how I said police officer's old mother lives in the building? Mm. Um, she's taking the self-driving cars to bingo. Oh, but look out. That's a thing that uses internet. So it's getting hacked. Look, oh, I've boy. definitely, like, in a Watch Dogs game, like, f- made people crash their cars. So I get it. But it's definitely not as, like, dragged out as this. This is are so bad. Yeah. Yep, so he, he makes the car accident happen, and Andy watches it. And he's tries to show his mum, but he's like, this isn't your phone. Whose phone is this? And he's like, the black kid I stole it from. And she's like, well, I'm not watching this evidence. He's a fucking racist. He doesn't say it like that. I'm just summarizing because I did not learn a fuck his name because I don't care. I'm not even sure his name's Puck. It, it took oh. him like <laughs> four days to be able to tell me the mum's name is Karen. I didn't even know that Generic from the original films. Name. It's weird because she's not an entitled bitch. She's just a scum bitch. 
She's not a Karen. She's more like a... Lucille. I was going to say like a Jess. Jessica, maybe. Everyone's like a Jessica. Hmm. What is the young entitled bitch name? Brittany. Mercedes. That's a good one. No, that's a stripper. All right, then fair enough. So, yeah, he hacks his car, it crashes, the old lady, you know, she dies, whatever. And if you feel like my notes are getting rushed and confusing, it's because the movie is getting rushed and confusing. It spends the first half of its time with this slow burn. We're going to learn to be friends with Chucky. Oh, he's, he saw the Texas Chainsaw. And then after that, it's just like fucking bullshit the whole time. It's like pinball. This movie's like the pinball. Like, they couldn't even come up with a different movie. Like, they the entire watchdogs. plot is based on a different movie. And you know for a fucking fact it's on purpose. Because the guy who wrote it is a fucking video game writer. He knows what Watch Dogs is. No, like, come but on. I mean, having you Texas can't... Chainsaw Massacre. That yeah. would be like if in the Scream universe they're watching, like, Nightmare on Elm Street instead of, um, what's it called? Scream. No, the, the fake one in Scream. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember the shit. I just know Scary Movie. Yep, so at the department store's release night for Buddy 2, which can come in blonde, African-American, and bear... <gasps> Alright, everyone's there for some reason or another. Like, it makes sense at the time. Like, everyone's showing up, it's great. Chucky stabs the mascot guy in the throat. Oh no. And our policeman is there, and he handcuffs Andy to a shelf for killing everyone in the movie so far, including his mum. While there, he rushes to the stabbed man. Oh no, he's been stabbed. Stab. That's what it's called. Okay. The stab movie. That's perfect. So yeah, this cop is like, oh no, this man's got a knife wound in his neck, and he's like there with him, and he's like holding the holding the wound shut and doing, like, normal I'm a fucking first aid person shit. Mm. And that's when all the lights go out. They've been hacked. Oh, no. That's when Chucky, he turns on everyone's phones and the televisions in the store, baffling, just for no fucking reason, the cop stands up and leaves the wounded man to look at the TVs. And also the wounded man gets up to look at the TVs. They're not playing brainwashed shit. They're just playing, like, the infomercial from the start of the film. About, about the buddy doll. And that distracts everyone long enough for Chucky to start up all the drones that are on display in the store. Of course. And they, they can cut your fingers off. Yeah, man, like they swoop everyone. They cut the throat of the guy with the cut throat. <laughs> he dies, man. And panic ensues and the store is hacked into locking down. Now, I think this beat made sense in an early concept, so let's talk about it. I'm excited because I forgot what I've written here, so we're all in it together. Oh. Chucky, alright, oh yeah, now I remember now, it's about the hearing aid and how it doesn't seem to make any sense in the film. <laughs> alright, Chucky hacks Handy's, Andy, he hacks Andy's hearing aid to tell him that everyone's running away except him, and he's Andy's only true friend. But the hearing aid is what trips me up. Chucky has dozens of TVs right there, and all the Bluetooth speakers, and all the phones, and he's literally standing a meter away. Why does he need to hack the hearing aid? The hearing aid ra- raises a lot of questions in the movies. Like, there's a couple nights in a row when Chucky's doing shit to keep Andy awake and he refuses to turn it off. And then, like, when he gets it smacked out by the other kid and he- Mum's like, why are you attacking that boy? And he's like, I can hear you perfectly fine and we can have a conversation. My hearing aid's on the floor. I'm, I'm sure it's like... I don't know. I'm As sure it's an amplified thing. Knows but knows not a lot about mm-hmm. hearing aids. I'm I just feel like that it's, it's a cochlear implant. Look, I just I 
I'm sure it's like a nearsighted, short-sighted thing, and it just helps. But it's completely unnecessary, because I think the only reason it's in the film is so Chucky can hack it later, in a room that he's already got. Yeah, yep. but there's all the people in that room. Maybe it's like the Christmas lights, where it's like it made sense in, in an earlier version of the film, and they just left it in, because fuck you. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Naughty girls need love, too. <laughs> I was going to say goblins need love. Goblin Dick is a band, I think. Oh no, Goblin Cock. Um, so anyway. Nah. The funny album artwork there. Chucky hacks a few more of the buddy dolls and they kidnap Karen and they set up a saw trap. <laughs> so the knockoff Stranger Things kids, they help Andy escape, but he goes back for his mother, okay? Shit is weird, and I'm kind of spellbound by the whole insanity of this movie, but we're about done with the how to get burned phase. Okay. Which is sad, but true. It's finale, though, Trey. Andy runs to the back storage area to save his mother, stopping to watch a toy police car drive by, and it says, I shit you not, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Mm. Fucking Robocop! (laughs) Oh my god, that's right, babies. Robocop has an audio cameo for no fucking reason in this movie. Just because it's made by Orion Pictures doesn't mean it makes any sense. But maybe they like it. Someone's got it. Look, I was just in the in the moment of watching this for the first time. I'm like, this is fucking so wild. I didn't expect it to be so fucking balls to the wall nonsense. And then just a little cop car drives by and just quotes Robocop me. I'm like, whoa, dude! I'm starting to wonder if I'm hallucinating. <laughs> so I mean, it's not off the cards. So phase four of this movie. It's only about ten minutes long, but. At first, I was going to call it the, eh, it's not bad face, but on a rewatch to finish my notes, I'm like, nah, this is still, like, pretty shit. How did you watch this twice? I forgot. I'm it's just, shit. It, yeah. <laughs> I had it in the background while I was writing my things to make sure I didn't miss anything, and the shit I found I missed actually hurt my feelings on the film. Because <laughs> I was like, the ending set piece is kind of fun, I don't mind it. And then rewatching it, I'm like, oh, details I thought were cool are just me misunderstanding the film. <laughs> So, that's where we're at, my friend. I'm really glad I didn't watch this. You, you sure are. Andy is there with the hedge cutter, and his mum is bound, gagged, and has a noose on. Chucky is somewhere playing the audio of Karen, saying that Andy's a little bit different. And, you know, he starts hacking the, again, not a Wi-Fi compatible forklift. He makes the fork slowly rise, and the noose is attached to them, you know what I'm saying? That's the scene from the trailer, you know the one. Mm. Um... And then Andy gets knocked out, and then he wakes up, and literally nothing is different. (laughs) So, it's fine. Chucky goes to stab him and pauses, because he still loves Andy and has, like, a conscience about it. Andy gets out of there, and he fucking tries to cut the noose, and Chucky shoves him, and all three of them are now dangling off the rope. And first watch, I'm like, cool, because, like, the rope jolts really hard. And you're like, I wonder if they're just Gwen Stacy and Karen and are just, like, playing the movie onwards and you don't get to find out. Mm. But on rewatch, you see her hit the ground and breathe in and you're like, ugh, whatever then. Like, the one mystery for a second, I'm like, I wonder if they're killing off the mum in this version. And then, then I rewatched it, I'm like, oh no, she's perfectly fine the whole time. I guess I'll go fuck myself. I mean, it's surprisingly hard to hang someone. I yeah, know, it takes but a long time. I know, but break them there. if you cut out literally that half second shot of her like going "ow, that hurt," it's kind of like a little suspenseful, mm. like an actual horror film, and you're like, "Ooh, 
And then it's and then you rewatch and you're like, oh no, my my bad. You weren't you weren't that hard. So yeah, like the rope gets cut, she falls down, and he stabs Chucky right in his arc reactor, and he fucking dies, man. Or so you would think. As Andy gets up to find his mum, who for some reason like rolled away, I guess. The probably the worst CG I've seen in a while leaps up at him for one final shot. The the Chucky is like he leaps and it's like not in slow motion, but it kind of is. Like it's just not well the movement on it's not perfect. All right, he jumps to do a final stab, and the cop who survived the store riot shoots him right out of the air, and he quotes the nineteen eighty eight version. He says, "This is the end." And then Karen fucking runs out of the shadows, grabs the doll, and straight up rips his fucking head off like Sub-Zero in the first Mortal Kombat. And they all go home and the movie winds down. Wouldn't there be a lot of wires? That, that looks yeah. awful. Yeah, that's the one. Look at him. He's zooming. I don't feel like you could rip its head off. She does. She says, don't fuck with my son. Even though she's been fucking with her son the whole time. Yeah, but that's fine. Cause <laughs> it's fine when I son. do it. You cross the line. You're, you're, you're harsh on my boss. It's the same thing I tell you when you make fun of particular people. It's like They ha- are my people to make fun of, it's, not yours. It's like hate cucking. Where it's like, hey man, I'm hating that thing. You can't hate that yeah. thing. I, it, yeah. Oh, it's oh, valid. I'll write down hate cuck. Because that's a maybe an episode suggestion name. No, I've already got our episode title. Oh, cool. So, to wind the movie down, another infomercial play is about how the dolls are now discontinued for the time being. Um, the cop and Karen get together. All the kids are friends again, and they... I love... There's one shot in this, like, finale bit. When Chucky's already dead, so Puck, Girl, Andy, and Black Kid all rock up with, like... A battle? No, they definitely don't have a battle axe. I'm insane. So, they, two of them have baseball bats, and the other two have a sharper object. Maybe a shovel. I fucking forget. And they just... They walk up like badasses, like Saints Row reboot trailer badasses, now that the doll is dead, and then they beat it up. It's like, wow, you guys are His so name's hardcore. Pug. Pug? Fuck. <laughs> I, would... I think the other kid's Omar. Omar? That's cool. What's the girl name? The Lane. No wonder I didn't remember these fucking names. F A L Y N. Flan? Fallon? No, it's Fallon. You know, it That's a name. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, they beat up the corpse, and then Puck. I guess it's Pug now. And, and Pug gets a dog. Is it a pug? No, it's just a big golden retriever, whatever. And it ends with a doll on the shelf getting the red glowing eyes. But if it's. But it's, it would still have its safety measures installed on that one, so it doesn't fucking matter. Um, the credits have Mark Hamill singing the Buddy theme song, and a lot of people liked that. But if you remember the Only You cover he does at the end of Arkham City, this don't fucking matter. This is water off a duck. I don't even like that it's called Buddy. Like, what was wrong with calling it? A good guy doll? Yeah, like, otherwise... Nothing, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They could have just made him look different, and it could have had nothing to do with Chucky. Yeah, I know. It's, it's called Watchdogs. The because it's doll not the like movie. there aren't heaps of doll movies. Yeah, and that's the film. That's the movie. I think the original is better in literally every way. This does things which can sometimes work, but uh, if you've seen iRobot, Smart House, Ghost in the Shell, the Hard Act episodes of Batman, Chopping Mall, Santa Claus Two, or Dinosaur Train Adventure Island, you have seen better versions of. Or the sentience is in the non-organic body bullshit. Like, it's, it's been done, you, you've seen it, it's fine. I think the original, hands down, is the victor in this comparison episode. 
What about you guys? What do you think? It is, and that's sad because it's still one of like the worst. You think ever. you think it's easy to top, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, oh, about, what yeah. about you, little casting? I agree. Like literally. Any other bored. the big slashers are better than any child's play. I know, I know, but he's like <laughs> he's like the back row of those guys, it, and, and you know, know you can't can... see him back there because he's small. No, no, you know how you can tell I know that Chucky is like not up there with slashers. You're fine with that. I didn't say I was fine with it, but I can watch a Chucky film, mm. and that's big because you you struggled with Suicide Squad. Only when they killed Rick Flag, yeah, which that, is weird. No, that I hurt, liked no, that hurt our souls, man. You didn't like the start bit. Um, that was bad. You know yeah. how you know that Chucky's inferior? Hmm? He's not in the Slash Street Boys. Slash Street. And he's not even in a song with them like Pinhead and Pennywise are. Yeah. He's better than Pennywise, a fucking douche. No. Nah, <laughs> I'm a big scary clown. Four kids beat me to death with a stick. But the original one's Fuck funny. Off. Yeah, he's, yeah, but he's just, like, hassling kids. He's funny. Yeah. He's like if Ronald McDonald has had too many drinks. Yeah. I'm fine with that version. Pennywise is a lot better than Chucky. Fuck. Chucky's pathetic. Fuck you. Gremlins is, like, a better horror Gremlins movie than Chucky. Gremlins kicks ass. And they credited Gremlins, because if they couldn't have done those amazing special effects in Gremlins, there was no way they could have done Child's Play. Which I like that they appreciate Gremlins, because I think that's a pretty dope one, too. Again, with that, you know it's not a great horror film because I can watch it. Yeah, and right, and while writing these notes, I don't know if this was at the start of this episode. So I'm saying it now. The new trailer for the Chucky TV series shows so much direct stuff to Cult of Chucky. So I, I, I saw that. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so excited. But, and I turned back to the laptop to continue watching this, and I'm like, fuck. It isn't Cult of Chucky. Really shit, and that's no. why they had to immediately fucking remake it. No, no, they were working on a fucking third movie, and these assholes were like, "We might fucking come in and do child's play," and then they're like, "You can do child's play." Cause yeah, because the other one was successful. bad. No, no, they did it because no they were one popular. ever cared after like the second movie. They were, they were, they were um film trending, so they could have done whatever they want, and they shit in my hand and clapped. Don't, is, don't people only think cult's good because Andy's in it? Yeah, but it's so exciting. It's the fucking Avengers, man. Chucky's there, but also he's got a sidekick, which is Tiffany. Oh, dude, let's don't even get me started on that, because Tiffany puts Chucky in the boxes and mails them. So I don't know who the fuck sent the Chucky doll to the other kid in this movie. Um, you can't get yourself in a box and then put that box in a box and put a stamp on it and put it through the post. I could if I tried. Where did Tiffany Myth get Mythbusters that doll motherfucker. From? She built. She bribed one of the cops to take it out of the evidence locker. Kills him, rebuilds no, and uses her food doll. It. Oh, she just bought it for Chucky because he's. She's like, we can get married now. I but can put you in a human, and we're gonna get married. And she, he's like, what? Fuck off! And then she gets mad. Isn't that the puts whole him plot in a cage, and then gives human? him like a fake wife doll that's roughly the same size, and says, "There you go. There's your wife. You fucking bitch." And then he but goes, "I'm gonna fucking to throw a, a toaster human. in a bathtub and kill your ass." Yeah. But now she's a fucking doll. Taste of your own medicine. The ending of Cedar's bad. When he's just... He dies. And he just, like, talks to his son. And it's real weird. And then his arms are off. Yeah. It's shit. Um, I think... I think Curse and Cult are really good. Someone's crying. Aw. Feels better? <laughs> Evil Dead. 
Ash vs. Evil Dead is a good Any of us. series. I think that's why I'm hyped about this one. I'm like, oh, that's a good time. Um, alright, yeah, so... Yeah, but TV should not mean it's going to be good. Look at Scream. Yeah, they well. made Ghostface look cooler, but it was garbage. Look, the thing that scares me is that it's on sci-fi, which shit canned Happy when I was excited about it, and shit canned oh, Blood no, Drive when I was excited about it. They might know it. their shit, then, if they cancelled Happy. You know what? Time more time, fucking asshole. Karen Barkley is a shit mum. Your homework is either a great example of a mum in one of our things, or, like, another shit mum. Do you have any that come to mind? What about you, Kai? Lois it? Griffin's a shit mom. Lois Griffin. Because her voice would make me... Um, oh, Peter! Fucking, Fuck off. I would live in the gutter <laughs> over that loving family. Alright, well, I think a really good mum is... um should have Googled her name before this, but the mum from Clarence is a good egg. Yep. She has a great... She's She does her best. She cuts hair as a job. But she's a good mum. She takes care of her kid. And they're like... They have a good friendship. And I appreciate that. You think they're a good... We brought that up like eight or nine times in our Clarence episodes. Like, their at-home relationship is fucking incredibly well done. Do you have a favorite... Do you have a high or low light in mother history? You're a Disney person. You've probably seen some shit stepmoms in your day. No. What? What about... Maleficent doesn't have a kid, don't worry. Yes, she does. Who's the one in Tangled? Is she a bitch? What is she doing? Yeah, yeah. She's not her mom. Alright, fuck she it. Kidnapped, she found She kidnapped her from the kingdom because the queen had to eat the flowers so she wouldn't die. You know who was a piss poor mum? The one from the hunchback in Notre Dame fell down fucking like three steps and died. Abandoned her kid. Rude. Well, I don't Apparently if kid. you fall on your head, you can die. You can. Oh yeah, let's all remember that all of this movie took place because a Vietnamese dude was shit at his job. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take the time to really think about that. Because Chucky's kind of like a snake. Yeah. Like, go on, I'm excited pretty, for this. Pretty dangerous. Yeah. But if you have about a metre, and anything longer than a metre... You're good. You're safe. You'll fucking destroy it. So what like, I'm all you need to is... do is stand away with a shovel and <laughs> hit him in the head and he would die. Okay. Apparently... Chucky is like COVID. If you wear a mask and social distance, you're good. Yeah, if you're far away, it doesn't matter. COVID's a lot scarier than Chucky. Like, even your foot. <laughs> just kick him. Just, just give him a kick. Like, because if I know anything about toys, you drop him a few times and they fucking break. Mm. Oh, that'd be so, that'd be a tragic movie. Like, he's trying to groom a kid into, like, stealing their soul and, like, the kid drops him and he just bangs the head, his head on tiles and dies. <laughs> Movie goes Just, like, throw minutes. him in a bath. Yeah, I guess. Just turn your wife off. <laughs> yeah, turn off. Like, unplug your router. That's your the buddy sequel. Doll shit. All he does is hack a phone and leak his search history. And he's more of a fucking... <laughs> he leaks he dick pics. He's more like a mental villain. I, was Chucky... Was Chucky the... Re- did, is he the culprit behind the fappening? Anyone no. in Australia doesn't have to be afraid of this version of Chucky. What? Because our internet in this country is so bad, yeah, he wouldn't he can't do anything. I'm going to hack this fucking garden hose. And you're like, nah, nah lad. He, he would just be like, you know, what, what, actually, is that, actually, what does that Google Home say all the time? Um, um, I'm trying not to reconnect. Yeah. 
I just realized I just realized a body doll in Australia is literally used to go and get me another beer. Mm. <laughs> and then he comes back with a, a cold brew, and you say, even "I love you, Han Solo." To, even the good lo- version would learn to swear. He'd have to. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's normal for like any <laughs> shitty AI. It's like it's like it blocks swears, so you got to work out how to get around it. Like most people don't identify "cuck" as a swear word because mm. you can buy "cuck" number plates. See, I was thinking like it might not know words. how to say "fuck," but I bet you would say "felching." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, it's on the board. Like, where do you draw the line? We, 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 know draw very, the line? we draw We know a very nice parental figure that is related to all of us in one way or another oh, who likes God. people to message swear words to his car so that oh, yeah. Suri reads it out. Fucking idiot. Kai, do you think felching is a swear word? Do you know what felching is? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> Let's call that real quick. Oh, where? What about mumped? Because that's worse. It, that's worse it than It feels felching. like nasty. I feel like I wouldn't let kids say either. Yeah. Right, you um, better not find out what they mean then. Oh, we're going to tell you off here. But, for now, Nobody's welcome to Halloween. It's so good. Um, I've been your host, Terry Apollo. Uh, I've been joined by Mr. The Collar. Spook. Spooky movie aficionado of the house. Um, and producer Kyle. Apparently I have to do an episode next week, so be prepared for that. Uh-huh. All right, everybody, this is Halloween class dismissed. What's this? What's this?